0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us now... Here on the Roman Guest Line is our guy Patrick Everson from Props.com. Patrick, thanks so much for joining us. How was your weekend?
0: Uh, It was good. It was good. How about yours?
1: My weekend was pretty good. I wish I was in uh, New York right now, Pat, because it's a big day, obviously, in New York as BetMGM goes live. Uh, man, I wish I could take yep. advantage of those promos, the free $1,000 bet, um, the wild card bonus. Uh, your thoughts on that, man? Because I just, it's so crazy that everything's mobile now and, you know, uh, BetMGM's live in New York because, like, 10, 15 years ago, it was so hard for a guy like me just to place a bet, Pat, unless I was going to Las Vegas or calling my local bookie. And now it's all at our fingertips, man.
0: It's amazing, and it's just—it was—it was really inevitable once they once passed once they cleared that PASPA hurdle, which obviously I was on you know the side wanting PASPA repealed because, but you know not just from a sports betting perspective, I don't want to—I I won't go too far down this road, but I was an editorial writer in a previous iteration, yeah. and I long thought that this had that that law had serious Tenth Amendment issues. Infringing on states' rights to make that decision, and as soon as states were allowed to make that decision, look at the cavalcade that's come since. Um, you know, you've got more than half the country, more than half the states in the country, along with Washington D.C. of course, has legal regulated sports betting. So clearly, states wanted that right. Uh, if they didn't, they wouldn't be exercising it like crazy. So I think it's fantastic. And the numbers I'm hearing, I mean, we you know we all heard about the, the numbers out of opening weekend on New York. Today, obviously, that 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 gets a nice little boost from uh, from the uh, sponsor of your show, yeah. Um I know they're delighted. I was going back and forth a little bit with Jason Scott over the weekend, Vice President of Trading. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to be running around New York this weekend, and I'm going to be busy Monday, so I might not be able to, you know, you might not be able to reach me." So I was like, "Oh, fantastic! I'm glad to hear you go. You guys are going live. Um, I think it's fantastic." Uh, and then I, I think the numbers. I, I mean, really. Can you just imagine You know, – I'm not sure how long it's going to take for them to report Super Bowl numbers out of New York, but they're going to be to the moon because I already heard about opening weekend was to the moon. I heard there was something like over the first couple of days, there was something like 17 million – over that first weekend, there was something like 17 million transactions. Now, it wasn't 17 million bets, but things going on, and like six to eight million of those transactions were in like the first six hours. And again, not all bets, but just – signups and you know whatever would be considered transactions, not all necessarily wagers or what have you. But still, it's an insane number. And New York has already outstripped the tax revenue that it's gotten in just like a week or two, has outstripped all the money they've gotten in the last three and a half years from their upstate retail books. It's amazing. It's going to be the numbers are going to be off the charts. I'm really eager to see how they look after uh, after the Super Bowl. And then,
1: like you said, perfect timing because I mean, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl a couple of weeks away, Wild Card Weekend, which now extends into Monday, which is huge. College hoops going on. Like we had a game that tipped off at noon, you know, today, uh, Purdue and Illinois, yeah. and we got the NBA. So. Yeah, good game. Absolutely, man. So it's going to be awesome. How did the books do this weekend? Obviously, it was a big weekend for the favorites, and then the one dog that actually wins outright, I feel like, was a very public dog, in the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, who didn't like the Niners against Dallas? Dallas a always have a big public following because they're America's team, but I feel like everybody liked the coaching advantage in that one. How did the books do this weekend with so many favorites cashing in, Pat?
0: Well, they got they got beat up for sure on Saturday, and 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 the Bucks result certainly hurt them, and that's where it. But that's where it really, really started to get interesting. And I went back and forth with uh, uh, with Jason Scott on this again. He's the vice president of trading for BetMGM nationwide, and. I, I asked him before the Niners, you know, as, as the Tampa Bay game was unfolding late and it was a wipeout, I said, "What's, uh, you know, what are you going to need? Because Cal- you've got three favorites in a row winning and covering. He said, parlay liability is running up with favorites covering significant need for 49ers to win outright. Really? Said had, had, to ha- had to have them outright. So, although, and I, I saw a lot of probably what you saw. There were several books reporting, um, you know, decent two-way action on that game. But that's, that was probably more in the straight bet realm, where they were getting hit, yeah. as uh, Jason Scott alluded to, was the parlay liability and the money line parlay liability and in some cases, teaser liability, too. So um, they just they had to have the 49ers not just cover that game. They had to have the 49ers outright. And by getting it, for some books, I'm not sure if it total. I mean, it, it was certainly a big one for BetMGM. For some books, it kind of completely turned the tables on the day. It was like a 180. It was another odds maker I spoke with uh, – Last night, after they after they got that, and they're like, "Yeah, we were like, it was a total reset. A ton of liability dropped off because everything was running from Dallas to Kansas City, and Dallas getting interrupted blew that up. So even though Kansas City, uh, you know, won and covered easily, obviously, um, most people had had Dallas tied to that, um, and uh, so, so it certainly helped a lot of books. They were definitely looking for that result. It would have been unbelievable if Dallas even just won yesterday, right. just to keep money line parlays going. The numbers last night I think would have been mind-blowing for people, how much money would have been uh, potentially exchanging hands based on Kansas City winning and covering easily. So um, I think it was probably kind of a toss-up for the books. but, uh, but they'll certainly take it based on how those first three games went.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we won't cry for them either after the year that they had.
0: Uh, absolutely. I mean, we want, we want, we want betters to win some money, absolutely.
1: Exactly. It's nice every once in a while, even though, unfortunately, I was on some dogs this weekend. One of the one of the teams I faded this weekend, Pat, is actually a team that I'm rooting for right now, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. I love Joe Burrow in that offense. They spent a bunch of money uh, defensively and – they still can't tackle, but at least they could get after the quarterback. Bengals open up his three point fa uh, three point dogs. It's a three and a half right now, minus one fifteen at BetMGM. total at forty six and a half. Where do you see that one heading?
0: Well, the, it, it is interesting. Um the the as I mentioned to, to you and, uh, and and Quentin and Trista each week. Um on Sunday night, there's an odds maker I speak with here in Vegas. You know, they're one of the first to go up on the board each week. And they actually went up at Titans two and a half and he said to me, he said, we saw the market open a little higher, but we don't agree. So they opened it two and a half, but they got bet to three and three and a half real quickly by the end of the night last night. So it didn't take very long, you know, a matter of a couple of hours or so, maybe to uh, to get up a full point on that game. But he said some of our some of the, some of his peers in the risk room, they, they said we were, you know, we closer to pick to a pick them than wow. given the Titans than the Titans giving a field goal. But he know you know and he noted the Bengals are a hot team right now. He thinks they should get some public support. He said they got a ton of public support on Saturday against the Raiders the Bengals did. So uh, it is kind of interesting that the line went against the Bengals right out of the gate. but based on what he's saying, I wouldn't be surprised if three and a half is you know kind of a sticky point or maybe a resistance point.
1: So I'm a huge uh, Packer fan and I probably won't sleep very well this year, uh, this week, well, or this year if they lose this game, Pat, because Aaron Rodgers <laughs> 0-3 against the Niners in the playoffs. They've ruined my childhood. They've ruined my adulthood. They always beat us. I still have nightmares of Kaepernick running all over Clay Matthews. Uh, I don't know what to do as far as the betting, like if I'm betting this game because you have Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo 10-3 and against the spread as road dogs. Then you have Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field where he's 69-37-4 against the spread. I'm still surprised to see this, a five-and-a-half point spread, though. Green Bay at home at Lambeau, total 47-and-a-half. Your thoughts on this one, Pat, and where you see it heading?
0: I thought this was fascinating, the way this unfolded on Sunday night as, as books. First off, this ma- you know, as soon as the Niners won, this matchup was set. There was nothing that needed to be known about tonight. And I thought it was interesting that it took, from what I saw, it took, you know, maybe not offshore, but from what I saw, it took a while before books – decided to open this game up and put a number out. And there was one, there was two or three different odds makers I was dealing with last night on this. And one of them was one of the first to come out and they came out five and a half and he said, we got hit sharp money right away on the Niners. We went to five right away. And then shortly after I got that note, uh, another of the, you know, one of the larger national operators came out at four and a half. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And then a third operator that's not, you know, operates in a few states. I wouldn't call them nationally yet, but in a few states, it's certainly very widely known. They opened five and a half, and 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 this is a respected book. And I thought, you know what? I better go back and get that four and a half while I can, because I like the Packers. Really? And the five and a half popped. I saw it as soon as it popped. And I'm like, if these guys are at five and a half, there's no way that four and a half is going to last. So I immediately went to that other book. To get the four and a half, and it was already five, just like, I mean, really? we're talking second. So I blew my shot at four and a half, and I'm like, hell with this. I'm taking Packers five right now. Because um, I don't think that's where it's going. I don't think it's going back down.
1: Really? You um, think it's, do you think, what do you yeah. think, six, six and a half even? Really? I, I figured, if anything, I, I figured I think it might. I figured the, uh, the, the 49ers are going to continue to be a public dog, but also I felt like you think they're going to get a lot of sharp action, San Francisco with Shanahan against LaFleur.
0: I think I think the Niners the Niners have been getting sharp action for several weeks. I've heard that from multiple books. Yeah, and and they've been playing like they deserve it too. To be you know right. um, you know look at the results. So totally understand. And they've been kind of as you noted kind of a trendy dog as well. I'm not sure if it goes six or six and a half, but just from what I and, and look, I don't I'm, I'm not a professional better. Right. I'm not sharp. I, I, I am more in this to, uh, I, mean, I, I I think I do a lot of good reporting where I get insights from people who are far smarter than I am. Yeah. But I like to have fun with it. And I just, I you know, a lot of times I just kind of go with feel. And when I saw four and a half, I should have just taken it right away, but I just thought, man, that's kind of weird. Um, and then I see a five and a half pop from from another book, and I'm just like, ooh, that's four and a half is not going to last. So And sure enough, it didn't. It was gone like that. So uh, I, I was disappointed I didn't get it. And I just have a maybe I'll be wrong and it goes back to four and a half and I've made a mistake. But at the very least, I'm on five and and not something higher than five. If, If it does end up seeing the public get on and push it to six or six and a half. I mean, five is kind of a wonky number, as you know, right. But, uh, but I feel like it, they're
1: it, daring it, me it, to it, take the know. Packers. But Pat, like I just, I, 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 if they win by one, I'll be happy. Now I need them to win by six for your bet to cash. I'm gonna end up betting on them too. But <laughs> that one makes me nervous, man. Just I just want them to win. I just, I just love watching them so much. What about Bills Chiefs? Uh, I want the three with the Bills right now. It's two and a half at BetMGM. I mean, the three is very viable, minus one twenty five. Total is half. I want to be on the bills in this game. I know they won the regular season matchup and the chiefs look great right now. Totally different team, but man, Josh Allen looked impressive this weekend, Pat.
0: Yeah, this is, this is really interesting too. And again, uh, referring back to the odds maker, I talk with every Sunday night for opening lines each week. Uh, You, I mean, you see, I'm kind of looking at a handful of books and I see two and a half pretty much everywhere. And you said, you're waiting on three. The odds maker I spoke with Sunday night, they opened two and a half. And they went to two, yeah. and I thought that's not going to last. It's still two with that book, which I am really surprised by. But they aren't, you know, they they aren't necessarily eager to move back up. And what uh, uh, what they you know at, from off of Chiefs two and a half, and what the oddsmaker said, he said we don't think the Chiefs should be giving the full field goal favorite here. That's yeah. why they opened two and a half. Yeah. And then he said the Bills manhandled the Chiefs in the first meeting. He said more importantly. We remember how the Sharp guys bet that game when the – when the I think it was week five when the Bills went into Kansas City and just torched them. He said the Sharp guys were all Buffalo, and they saw a lot of respected players take the Bills on Saturday night against the Patriots. He said we felt confident they would take plus three if we put it up, so they didn't want to even give them the plus three out of the gate. Now, they might get the plus three at some point, but right now this book is holding – firm at two figures and everybody else seems pretty stable at two and a half
1: yeah yeah and I think that's the way to go Pat we only got literally 60 seconds and right now we're watching the Rams they're up 28-8 right now they're up 20 points on the Cardinals with 220 to go in the third quarter what do you think that line looks like uh, next week against Tampa
0: Bay Gosh, that's a, that's a great question, and I knew you were going so <laughs> to ask. I didn't want to out. throw
1: you on the spot, but I, just, I was just no, curious. It's okay. it's
0: okay. I'm not I, – I, I put a couple of feelers out, but just not early, not quickly enough to get an idea of where bookmakers might go with this. Because, you know, they've already got the number in mind. The game is out of hand. The Rams are going to win. And I took Rams ultimate spread minus 8.5, yeah, which nice. is great. Uh, so I'm happy with that. I'm not sure. It's, a fa- it's, it's obviously – it's a fascinating matchup. It's another rematch. We're seeing a lot of, a lot of rematches in the yep. playoffs, and uh, I I I don't have a good feel for where that for where that lands necessarily. I, I I would love. What do you think? What do you think the number should be? You have an opinion on it? Yeah, you know what? I would love the Ryan Horvat opinion.
1: Man, I I I don't know. That's so tough because how hey, much you know hey, how much stock hey, are they hey. going to put into this blowout? Like, let's say I don't know. I the, the Rams are about to go in again here. They beat them in the regular season matchup. Tampa Bay two and a half, three. I, I bet you we get maybe a three and a half with the Rams.
0: All right, that's your your first instinct was pretty darn good because literally one of the odds makers that I reached out to, and I think it's on the board already too. Bucks half. Ooh man, I See, figured maybe a field goal game. They're begging but, me to take uh, the Rams, Pat. Ah, uh, we got Patrick. I got to let half, you go,
1: man. We'll talk again next week, and uh, we'll recap these games. Thanks so much for giving us a couple minutes, man. I know it was a busy weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. No problem. Have a great week.